Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a second. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. You are listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, I am super stoked for today's show. I'm sitting down with Brett from his project, Anglish. Like, I am so excited. One, because we actually talked about him in a way earlier episode with Aisha and Life in the Tribe. So we'll talk about that at the end, but... I'm going to let Brett take it away because, as you know, I like to just get the show started. You tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got started in music, what we do, and uh, kind of your little shtick. Yeah, sure. Hey, I'm Anglish or Brett. Man, how did I get started in music? I guess, like, my parents tried to get me into piano lessons, but I didn't. it didn't stick for me. But I, I've now been teaching myself piano. But when my brother, he downloaded FL Studio, like the production software onto our it was like a cracked version so it was like you know illegal or whatever but i played that like it was a video game so i was i still produce in fl studio and this was back when i was in like grade six so i would have been like i don't know 11 12 and uh yeah that's how i that's how i started i had no idea what i was doing but now i've i've always that's kind of my starting spot all the time is still like software like producing on on a computer um, but I've more so been trying to learn different instruments and stuff like that and sing a bit more and stuff. So yeah, I've been a part of bands and uh, I was in like uh, all kinds of bands growing up in rap crews and stuff like that. I was always doing hip hop. And so I don't know, that's 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 a little bit of me. <laughs> I grew up in Manitoba, moved to Hamilton in uh, 2011, and I've been doing music from from here, based here and with folks from Toronto as well since then. I really like almost the the software music. As much as I love music with instruments, it's definitely a totally different art. It's so cool. And your style of music in general, I was trying to think of like a, a genre to put it in. It's kind of like, and I know on Bandcamp, it sounds like a jazz fusion, but it's just like this nice, like airy, chill music. And you do so much because you have some like instrumentals and then you have some like, you're right, more like hip hoppy stuff and We'll talk about it in a little bit too. One from a like a motion picture soundtrack I thought was really cool. I definitely want some more information on that. <laughs> but first, let's talk about your newest song, Time. Side note, I really like it because it's spelled time as in the herb and you definitely make a lot of references to kind of herbs and spices in the song. So why don't you tell me a little bit about writing that and the influences behind that? Yeah, that one I'm pretty proud of. I feel like I've been cooking a lot. I worked in restaurants for a little while, uh, like during the pandemic and stuff like that. And like, and I mean the pandemic ongoing. But yeah, I I really wanted to capture what it was what it feels like for me to cook for Aisha, <laughs> actually. So it's kind of funny that she's been on the show. So I can kind of reference to uh, in a relationship and we live together. And so I will cook with like herbs and cook like I was talking like in the song. It's kind of supposed to sound like I'm making a risotto for her and stuff and, you know, a good stock and white wine and that we can go together like rosemary and thyme. It's a little metaphor, you know, rosemary and thyme are two herbs that, that grow really well together uh, in the same like soil and close by. And so it's just kind of a cute little <laughs> metaphor for that. But what, some of the stuff that like really influenced me talking about uh, genre I, I forgot that I even put down jazz fusion. That's that's maybe a little bit. But I, I definitely am like really been inspired by Yacht Rock lately. And like uh, so like Steely Dan and like um, who else are Toto and like my dad grew up like when I was growing up, he would always be playing those guys. And so I've been going back to some of that and thinking about like, why do I 
drip my guitars in in delay and reverb. Well, I listened to a lot of U2 growing up. My dad would play Brian Eno. And so then that's where like where my ambient stuff comes from. And so like I try to still tie a lot of that stuff in. And and yeah, on time, I feel like I, I kind of got all of my sounds together and created something that uh, yeah, it was like a, a little small expression of love for, for Aisha is, it's you know, because <laughs> I keep on saying, hey, love in the, in the song, right? So it's very like me trying to be as romantic as possible. And I hope I, I hope I did well, you know. <laughs> that is probably one of the cutest things I ever heard. And I also say too, like, honestly, food is love that you can eat, right? So and for you to also then be able to make a song that's love that you can hear, that is the cutest thing ever. Let's spin time because honestly i love the song too you did do a phenomenal job let's spin that and then when we come back we'll talk a little bit about the 2019 album wave pocket
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise today. We just listened to Time, probably one of the cutest songs I've ever heard. I do love it. And also just a technically very well done song. I like the sound of it. And now that I have an even cuter meaning behind it, I love it. But I want to talk about your 2019 album, Wave Pocket. You have so many fun things on there. And I also like, I'm a big fan of kind of puns and that it's wave as in like a waveform, W-A-V. I like that. <laughs> Lossless audio file wave, W-A-V, not W-A-V-E. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about making that album, what you're doing, where were you, and kind of how that all went together? Oh, wow. There, that's a that's a good question because there is a, a pretty cool story behind it. So yeah, I'm based out of Hamilton and in, it must have been 2018. So the year before I would have, that's when I would have started on the, working on the album. My friend Kojo, Kojo Easy Dampty, who's on the album, he's on Evening Wave. He was looking to uh, rent a studio. So he approached me and we split the rental on a studio and we were kind of trying to come up with names for, for what the studio would be called. And I was recording in there and making different tracks and stuff like that. And I had pitched a couple names to him. And one of the names that I pitched was Wave Pocket because it was a really small studio. And so just kind of like, you know, it's a small little pocket of a, of a space where, you know, we're trying to create high quality music, high quality, you know, lossless audio files, you know, timeless music, Wave Pocket, you know, so... So that was kind of the, the thought behind it. And so I wanted to capture what the feeling of some of that was for me. When I was creating those songs there, I was DJing for a bunch of dancers, actually. So that's why it's probably my most dancey album. I was getting the, the incredible opportunity of like DJing for breakers, poppers, lockers. And I've done a couple of dance competitions as well, where I was DJing for like, yeah, like uh, breaking battles. And uh, so I got to make like some more housey style stuff and stuff that like was really focused on breaks. Um, but then I really wanted it. It's it's set up like a DJ set. So I can talk about this album forever. So I don't know if you want to cut me off or if my if my answers are getting too long. But no, I love it. Honestly, like this, this sounds like so much fun. Uh, like like and that's probably why the the album sounds fun. I mean, I definitely want to play some of the songs from it. Why don't you tell me specifically about maybe like Radio Wave? Because again, I like that it had the wave file, like W-A-V. That's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Radio Wave is a cool one. So the whole album, there's two sides to it. There's the wave side and the pocket side. And so every song on the front side, on the first side, uh, samples songs from the second side. And so it's a little bit of a mirror. Now, Radio Wave has samples from uh, Evening Wave. Uh, and so, yeah, they're kind of like, I wanted to sample myself a little bit. As, like a, as a hip-hop producer, and as I said, I work primarily in, in software, I wanted to make my own samples that I could then, you know, use and stuff like that. So there's like motifs that come back through, through the different songs. So Radio Wave, one of the things that's on Radio Wave, too, is my friend Tariq playing saxophone. So that was kind of a, a, a little trade back and forth. I'd produced a beat for him a while back and uh he said that he would give me some saxophone in return and so uh i had i had written the saxophone line on the keyboard and that's still layered in there so it's both the real saxophone that he's playing and a very fake sounding saxophone but i like the way that they sounded layered together radio wave 
it's it's really like a throwback to beat tapes. I grew up making beat tapes and like hip hop beat tapes. Yeah, listening to people like the Beat Junkies and like um, DJ Melodies stuff and like, you know, obviously Dilla and but then updated stuff like Tronada. I kind of wanted it to feel like, yeah, something that people could rap to something that and and I do have a version that that has somebody rapping to it uh, that might have might come out at some point. <laughs> so yeah, we're, yeah, Radio Wave is a really special one. I, I think I yeah, I like that. I like that one. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and I really like on this album, and you see it a lot in hip hop albums. So it's just all that collaboration. I want to play another song that's also wave length because you did that with Scribe. So I'll let you tell me a little bit about wavelength and then we'll play it. But then when we come back, I want to talk about your other project you did with him. So because it's an acronym, but we'll go into that a little bit after. Why don't you tell me about wavelength? Okay. Wavelength is cool because that one, I wrote the, the chorus of it. And, uh, and and sang it and sent it to Scribe and he re-sang it. And then he wrote the verses and stuff like that. Uh, so that was really fun to collaborate like that. He and I have worked together for quite a while now. Man, I wish I remembered the year, but it must have been like 2013 or something. I produced uh, his first album, uh, most of it at least. There was a few songs by some other people. It was called Origins. And then we continued just collaborating and collaborating and, and like getting closer and closer. And, you know, I was in his wedding and stuff like that. We're just like friends, you know, so... So it was a really easy move to become a group. We talked about having a, a group already, but once we, when we made Wavelength, we didn't have that yet. And, uh, but yeah, we, we, we collaborated on that one, made that one together. And so that one, if you listen to Move Together with Shanika, the piano is like sampled, uh, from on Wavelength is sampled from the piano that I played on, uh, on Move Together. I love so much that you sampled yourself. Like that is so cool. That's a very like, conceptual like honestly big like classic rock thing like that just makes it like a full album like definitely something you want to listen to back to back like whole piece like that's awesome let's spin a few of those songs and then when we come back we'll talk about that project you did with scribe so
old radios in southern Manitoba before he became a man of the word and his son was on the radio in southern Manitoba before he became Close the curtains and make a move. Make 
like one partner, like a roster. <laughs> You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. We're sitting down with Brett and his project, English. Man, you have... These songs are so much fun. You have so many great stories. We just listened to Wavelength. You did that with Scribe. Now, you have another project with them. It's called SOAP. And it's an acronym that's Scribe and English Aren't Perfect. I love that. Tell me a little bit about that project. Yeah. So like I said before, Scribe and I had been working together for quite a while. And we kept on getting really hung up on some of our songs. We have we have uh, just a slew of songs that we've never put out. And so we've tried to have it as a mantra for ourselves. Because I think I and him too are really perfectionists at times. And so it's kind of saying to people like, look, we're not actually, this isn't what we're striving for. We're not striving for perfection. We want to be great, right? We want to be very good. And we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be great, to be good and, and to be, you know, to put out something that we're really proud of. But striving for perfection, I think, took us to a place where we were just like beating ourselves up over things, right? And we weren't just being, trying to be ourselves. We were trying to be somebody else. Because a lot of times that idea of perfection is rooted in some like ill thoughts of the world, you know? It's like, what do we hold up as being the best? As far as art, you can't really. It's so subjective, right? And so we wanted to just, yeah, admit that and like, I guess, uh, strive towards our imperfections and f- figuring out our imperfections and like treasuring those those unique parts of ourselves. And so that's kind of what soap means to me. Yeah, scribe gives me a lot of room to experiment and to like try different genres as you can hear on on uh, wave pocket i like to do ambient or house or hip-hop or yeah different like genres and stuff and and he gives me a lot of freedom in that and so our project came about over a few years of us making stuff together and yeah that we we did a self-titled project together so uh, and we're working on we're working on a few more we've got a we've got a bunch of bunch of tracks ready to go <laughs> that's awesome and honestly that's so beautiful i love that you have that project and i'm also glad that you mentioned that you like ambient because that brings me into the next piece i want to talk about the canon street theme oh yeah Uh, that's a nice ambient song from the skywave motion soundtrack now i tried to find 
this motion picture. Oh. Where can we find it? It does not. <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's an aspirational thing, you know? Um, I love that. I am a super, like, sci-fi nerd. I really love sci-fi. So it is kind of my... I have a world that I've been writing, embarrassingly. I have, like, a novel that I'm trying to write. And I do have, like, the story of what would happen in the movie Skywave. I don't have, like, a full script written, but I would definitely be able to tell you the plot points and stuff like that of, like, where the different things come in. So, yeah, it was a fun experiment of me trying to make, like, a, an ambient um, soundtrack for uh, for a film. Uh, and that's what, that's what Skywave was, yeah. <laughs> that's actually the coolest thing ever you totally got me <laughs> with that and like i love that you made a whole universe and like wrote a book and this like okay because hear me out my favorite thing to do when i read books is i listen to the soundtracks yeah so like recently i was uh reading the jurassic park books i didn't know if you know they're like oh. straight up novels so yeah you down know I had John Williams on my phone <laughs> listening to the Jurassic Park score while I read the book. That's it's very immersive. Yes. Like so like I would totally read this book and then like listen to the soundtrack at the same time. I don't know if it's bad luck for me to be speaking my my next projects and stuff like that, but I have some ambitious stuff where I'm like weaving these songs into my stories and stuff. So No, that's manifestation. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> manifestation. Okay, okay. Good luck then, yeah. Uh, well, why don't you tell me a little bit more about just like making ambient music? How do you go about it? And specifically doing the Cannon Street theme. Where does, where is this place? Yeah. So Cannon Street. So for the ambient project, to answer the first question, like how did I, how did it come about? I was making it because I was just, uh, I was going through a breakup and I was feeling like really down and just like, I didn't feel like making a lot of music, but I found myself still making music. I would sit down and I would make stuff, but I felt like it wasn't anything because it was just tones or because it was just like me putting like lots of reverb on stuff. And I would listen to stuff like that. Nils from and like I said, Brian Eno or Oliver Arnold's or Aphex Twin or, or whatever. Right. Like and I love I love that music. And I, so I started making it, but I never thought I would put something out like that. And then I showed it to uh, Shanika, who's on Move Together, and she was at the time on the same um record label that I was on and she was like well why not put this stuff out I was like wow I don't know because it's not really anything but once I started you know putting the same care and like love into those those songs as I would put into any other song they had just as much meaning and to me like yeah they're very simple some of the some of the songs are basically a stretched out droning tone but it felt really good to me like I like music like that and so I was like, why not allow myself to make something like that? And one of the cool things that happened when I was making Cannon Street theme. So Cannon Street was, it's a street here in Hamilton. And I would walk down Cannon and then I'd go right on Sanford to get to the recording studio where this recording studio I, I was I was at at the time. So while I was walking down there, I've been listening to, I don't know if you listen to Song Exploder. It's a really good podcast. Um, but there's one with Blood Orange, uh, Dev Hines, and he talked about just walking around in New York and like recording the sounds of the street. So with his iPhone and like, I, I'd done stuff like that and I was like, oh, let me, let me try that. So, so, um, just as seeing what, like what inspiration will come from that. So I did that and on my walk, it's interesting. I, I wish I knew the exact timestamp, but you can listen through when you play Cannon Street theme. There's a spot there where these kids are being reunited with their mom. 
uh, I I walked past it and you can hear it in the in the recording. They're like, mommy. And she's like, hey. And like, it's been a while that they've seen her or whatever. And I I just catch it in there or whatever. And it's kind of, yeah, it's encapsulated like what it felt like for me to always be walking up and down that street to go and uh, like record from my house to there and stuff like that. And the kinds of things that I saw and yeah, just expressing where I am and, and place, I think is important to me. Hamilton here where, where I live is important. And yeah, I, I felt like I got to kind of paint a picture in through audio of, of that walk that I do. <laughs> That's absolutely beautiful. Honestly, I'm a big fan of like, even just lo-fi, like I do like just the nice soft ambient. Sometimes you don't want a ton of music in your face. And it's so awesome that you were able to encapsulate you know, a little piece of, of Hamilton in that as well. Let's spin that song. And then when we come back, I want to talk about a little bit more from that 2019 Wave Pocket album because there's two songs that I really like and I think they go together name theme-wise. We'll talk about it when we come back. Yeah, so, AP, first five years was just practice. Raise the bar bad and average. Pen unreal like it's magic. Production expansive. The flows are Atlantic. Glow from the soul like I'm northern Icelandic. I slander the pale kiss that praise in them. Trying to talk hip hop but have no black friends. Ain't paid a bill in their life for spend. All the daddy's good money trying to be from the end. You're a weird Goofy little weird I don't got the time of day for Rome wasn't built in a year but it fell in a day for Goofy little weird smile. I don't got the time of day if I'm goofy. Room wasn't built in a year, but it fell in. Rogue one in a four door road. Got my daughter in the backseat and we on road. This ain't Vogue. No pics, we don't pose. Rules and regulations, the fam got codes. Paper around the package and a natural tone. Rep twice so that joint don't fold. Cause even flying, cook this up in the winter now that he sound cold. With a cheddar or better, no, my cheese ain't old. Product in the passenger, word is bond manager, marking my deliveries, logo like a banister. I've been shipping tethered coast to coast. They recognize my kid at the Canada Post, but home ain't the only place I parent. It's apparent I could foster any rappers that's comparing. So we the double-headed goat, no doubt. Need a double-headed scope for you to take us out, cause you're a weird smile. Goofy little weird smile. I don't got the time of day if I Rome wasn't built in a year, but it fell in a day fine. Goofy little weird smile. I don't got the time of day fine. Rome wasn't built in a year, but it fell in a
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise, sitting down with Anglish. We just listened to some of his really cool ambient stuff from the Skywave motion picture soundtrack, which is not a motion picture, but it can be with your imagination. You know, I was just thinking about that. And one day it might be. <laughs> and one day it might be. Honestly, I really hope so. If if you ever do, please reach out to me and let me know because I would love to read the book or watch the movie. I really would. I don't know if you've seen, but that was an album way before it was a movie, like seven years prior. Boots Riley had the coup, right? And he put out the album that you way before. He'd written some of the script and stuff like that, and it became a movie way later. So who knows? You know, fingers crossed I'm going to be yeah. soundtracking called Skywave one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, your song Garden yeah. with Early Bird, because mm-hmm. I really like that one. And then uh, Plants as well, because they went together. And I love plants and gardens, so they did stick out to me, like, name-wise. And yeah. then when I listened to them, I, I really, really enjoyed both of them. Mm. But why don't you tell me a little bit about Garden? Perfect. The two songs go together because, like I said, uh, I'm sampling them. Uh, and so Garden came from plants. So I made, I made plants after going to something called Breaking Convention in Toronto with uh, my friend Michael, who invited me. And we saw these crews from like around the world breaking doing doing break dancing and like uh popping locking different different styles of dance to like really really cool music and stuff that i was like oh man i listen to stuff like that but i've never like really pushed myself to make something as interesting or as like but that sonically sounds like that you know and so i wanted i i challenged myself to make something more dancey but really intricate and um i don't know where I would I would be able to cite a lot of my my influences, but so that I don't get uh, too sidetracked, I'll try to stay on on point. I made plants and I sent it to Scribe first, and he wasn't able to match the energy. I think was what we kind of ultimately found with that beat. And then I sent it to Vicky, who is Early Bird, 
And what she wrote was what is on Garden. She sent it back. She had been traveling. So it was just like recorded on her on her MacBook. But I loved what she sent. What she sang is so beautiful. You can hear it on Garden, how beautiful it is. But I was like, I think this needs a different vibe. I don't think that. So, you know, if you imagine the vocals from from Garden over top of the instrumental plants, it's they're quite different. But using the same key and stuff like that, I did eventually pitch it down and the, the BPMs are different and stuff like that. And I built the instrumental of Garden around Vicky's, around Early Bird's vocals. But that song was really cool because we really tended to it like a garden. She kept on coming back to Hamilton and uh, re-recording and re-recording and re-recording. She really wanted perfection. And I think that she kind of, she took it to that place. And then I continued to work with it too. And what we came up with, yeah, I'm still really proud of too. And yeah, those those two songs, Plants and Garden, yeah, the, that's the relationship between the two. <laughs> awesome. I love that they go together and you name them like that and, and they do that. Let's listen to those two songs together. And then when we come back, unfortunately, do have to wind down the show, although it has been so much fun. But before we go, I will always leave us with one more song. But let's listen to Plants and then through those plants, we'll build a garden. <laughs>
act so low key, but knows no one sees. She just a white girl. All of them are biters. Room full of writers. Fame from the cipher. Yo, I'm tired of these clowns. Tell them sit down and battle. Now they lost for their words like Scrabble. You a has been Hasbro. Swear they so fragile. While well, I walk hard to them and they love it like loud. Skin like Casper the Ghost. See through all you hoes and disappear with your girl in quote. Probably group chat what I wrote. Like I'm at their throat. This is like just a quick love note. So you better suck it up like Hoover. You're mad cause your verses land like your rumors. I've been leveled up when you cry on computers. I want to step and you ain't got no future. It's over for you. Fuck all that noise, all that gossip shit. All that sweet talk, all that nonsense shit. Texting all aggressive, heard you pop that shit. You ain't never saying nothing but go all sick. Fuck all that noise, all that gossip shit. All that sweet talk, all that nonsense shit. Texting all aggressive, heard you pop that shit. You ain't never saying nothing yeah. but go off sis. He's not with the shit, she ain't friendly offline. She don't write her hits, she be frank, she be lying like I ain't write them hits. Since before you decided to pick up a pen and steal my whole damn style, smile. You on camera, hate it, the pressure's on. Why it took you six months for you to put out a song? Cause when you letting them catch up and you fucking fed up of all these Harley Quinn trying to be Heath Ledger, trying to read Keys Ledger, trying to see Keys mess up. You enjoy your royalties, knees down with your head up. I do everything you want, my position like the boss, I play my shit real low. to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more we are back thank you so much for listening to background noise today it has been so much fun we were sitting down with brad from his project english just so much cool sounds and musics and vibes today thank you so much before we go and you know I'll actually precursor. I know we mentioned it already. We actually discovered English through the Life in the Tribe episode two. She shouted you out because you guys did the song together, Gone Leave. So that's kind of why I was like, you know, I want to reach out and then and look into more of your stuff as well. And it's been awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about Gone Leave? All right. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Aisha had played at my house many years ago in her band, other moons. I remember seeing her. She doesn't remember meeting me, <laughs> but I remember. Um, but then she had heard Wave Pocket and reached out to me um, and asked if I would like to work with her. And I was ecstatic. So I invited her to the studio, Wave Pocket, and she brought the beginnings of Gone Leave. So she had, I think, most of the lyrics at that time and the drum beat and like a few other elements kind of just like um the chords and stuff like that and a few other a few other things and so we got to produce that together and a lot of back and forth uh through that process and stuff like that was really fun and then we we'd had it for so long we kept on listening back to it listening back to it and i was like there's something missing there's something missing there's something missing i had tried all these different bass lines and then finally i i realized like oh it's the bass line that i just can't get And so Aisha was like, well, let me reach out to my friend Olivia. And so she 
uh, contacted uh, Olivia and she played this incredible, just a killer bass line on there. And like, that's what took it to the spot it needed to be. And I love that kind of like, yeah, going back to what we've been talking about, collaboration is what is so exciting to me is like those moments when somebody else, their ear gets to uh, hear the track and be like, oh, this is what it needs. And I'm like, yeah, that is what it needs, you know? So I love those kinds of relationships and that kind of back and forth. And Gone Leave was a lot of that for, for me and Aisha and then bringing in Olivia on the bass as well. Yeah, it was really cool uh, to, to work on that track. That is so awesome. And you're totally right. I also love collaboration and the amount of it that happens, honestly, in hip hop and especially the sound music. And recently I've been learning country music too. Surprisingly, a ridiculous amount of collaboration as far as songwriting goes. But like I said, unfortunately, we have to wind down the show. Before we go, though, is there anything you would like to leave for the audience? You know, care for each other. I don't know. <laughs> Be excellent to each other and whatnot. <laughs> Whatever Bill and Ted said, no. Yeah, uh, I hope that you love this music and reach out if you do. And if you want to work on stuff, reach out to me. I love to, to hear from people. I like collaboration and stuff like that. So I just want, yeah, I appreciate you, Tora, for reaching out to me and getting me on the show. And yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I get to talk about some of these songs because it really happens. And I'm really like, yeah, I'm stoked to discuss it. I put a lot into into my work and I hope that I hope that people enjoy it, you know. Absolutely beautiful. Let's go and leave with the last song here. You're only 23. Ain't got no time for commitment. It's what you're telling me. Because honestly, you're just not happy with how you've been doing mentally. And I get that, I really do. Quite frankly, quite frankly you're always going to be up for you. You're always going to be tired. Thank you.
And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.